be smart. Let's go win one more. Yeah! yeah. Rip, rip, How's it go, Stevie? Hell, I have no clue. <laughs> we got a whole season. <laughs> Riff Ram Wazoo. Riff Ram Bamboo. Bamboo. <laughs> Give them hell, TCU. There you go. Man, I tell you what, Stevie. If you weren't aware, the guy I picked he he is a has photographic memory, <clears throat> and he picks up on things. Don't let him fool you. He's a quick learner. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, man. Episode of 219, 220, our 19th installment. And obviously, it's sponsored by our guys. You see the beautiful graphic on the lower right. Hargrove Roofing, they've been with us since day one. And they have now, with Coach Ab here running the uh, the, the the chapter here, chapter, the office in uh, here in Austin, Texas. Man, he has jumped on board. He's a big fan of uh, everything we do, it seems like. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Golly. No, Hargrove Roof and all, all those guys over there, thank you for the, uh, the support. But we also think uh, think that our listeners should support support them, man. Uh, good guys over there. Yeah, they are. I love them, man. Good, should I, I'm going to be honest with you. I stopped by the Hargrove Roofing office. Here in Austin, a couple of times just to shoot the breeze with Coach Ab. And yeah. that is a big guy, former uh, football coach who he's been on a few roofs, and but at least you know him. Yeah. <clears throat> you know who he is. And that's the big slogan know who's on your roof. Know who's on your roof. Nobody says it better than Stevie Lee, <laughs> the, the pride of Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So TCU has it sunk in. That to embrace reality, that TCU football will be playing for a national championship. I like it, man. It's the Big 12 uh, and the Texas team. So we got to root for the Texas team, man. Uh, it's gonna. It's a tall order, in my opinion. It's a tall order. Um, Georgia is a good football team. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. a real good football team. And so, um, but TCU has continued to show us and continue to show us they can get it done. Now, the other problem that I'm finding with the TCU head coach is he's uh, calling some crazy unorthodox um, calls going forward on fourth and six and in their own territory. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I don't I don't like some of the calls that he's making. You know what I mean? So. Uh, trying to catch people off on um, on onside kicks and things like that, and you know we saw that against the Baylor game where he ran the uh, field goal team out to kick that field goal that could have easily gone wrong, you know. So he's gambling, but I guess he's playing with house money. Yeah, Sonny <laughs> Dykes, the son of uh, the late great Spike Dykes, yeah. uh, very similar minds. You know, they're uh, riverboat gamblers. And it, it, it pays off. I think that tells me that they know their team. They know their team is mentally tough, but they also know that I think they may have some uh, disadvantages and why not compensate that by being opportunistic. And yeah. when they beat Michigan, they went up 21-3 in that CFP semifinal. Of course, Michigan came back. 
But, Stevie, the one thing that I noticed that TCU, a lot of people have doubted them. They were picked finished seventh in the Big 12. Social media, as you and I know, is a cancerous area. It's where a lot of angry people harbor. Yeah. Uh, and TCU said as they go into this week preparing for Georgia that they're ignoring everything and for and for good reason. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Um if they can't perform on, uh, you know, on the field. And, and let me just say this. I mean, we know we're going to hear it again. I mean, it's not going to stop now. You know what I'm saying? We're going to play again in 10 days, and we're going to hear the same crap for 10 days that we heard leading up to this ball game. And, you know, we got to do what we did this game. we got to answer that criticism and show up and, and uh, you know, do what we're supposed to do. But I mean, if we think that's going away. So – He's right. I mean, he's not wrong at all. There, there's going to be people constantly. Crit- no, TC doesn't have a chance. Yeah. There's no way. No way. What 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 makes you think if you? I think you're picking Georgia, but what do you think? What makes you think TCU has a chance at this next quarterback? Mm-hmm. He's uh he's a fighter. Yeah. Uh, is it Doggin? Yeah, Dugan. Uh, he's a fighter, man. He can put his team on his back. We saw that a couple of times. So once you got somebody back there that could fight, and at the at the end of the game, if TCU can hang in towards the end of the game, then um, I think that they got more fight in their quarterback than they uh, than the other team. I agree. I, I do too. I love Duggan. I mean, it- and we can we can actually see Georgia. They they kind of almost gave this game away. Yeah. Right. So um, uh, who do they play? Um, yeah, and they're both. See, it's been a week where I, Wait, who did they play? Who, who did um Georgia play again? It was in there. Drawing a blank. Yeah, I am too. So it's Michigan, TCU, Georgia. And, and what are we doing, man? Why are we blanking on this? I I oh uh I that's I don't know. Oh Ohio State. Ohio State. Oh, Ohio State. Oh. Edit there. Yeah. <laughs> so TCU. I'm sorry. Um, so let's we we can edit that. <laughs> um, Georgia did show us at the end of the game that they can get rattled. Well, they they got that safety at the end of the game. Yeah, and then they got that um, the the kick returner stepped out of bounds on the one. You know, and so well they happened vice versa. But um, you know if Georgia get off that end zone line and um, actually make a first down right there. They win the game, no yeah. question, you know. But they, they let Ohio State hang around, you know what I'm saying? So uh, if they do the same thing with TCU, TCU and their quarterback can actually make some plays happen at the end of the game. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. – that's why I think I'm right there with you. Uh, but I will say this, C.J. Stroud for Ohio State, that quarterback, lights out, balls out. Yeah. Had one of the better performances I've seen in a quarterback uh, maybe since Vince Young and, and in one of those elevated type games. Mm. That was a – the guy put the team on his back, Ohio State did. Okay. Very impressed. Uh, by the way, we're now on hornfm.com, 104.9 The Horn. FM, you go click, scroll down, all those fine Americans at the horn, 
scroll down. Thank you, Christina, for hooking us up here. Uh, click on the podcast link on their webpage, and we're right there. You can see Stevie Lee's mug anytime you want. Get <laughs> right to YouTube, our YouTube page. And be sure to subscribe to Stories Inside the Man Cave Podcast YouTube. That's where all the goods are. I'm starting to find out there's some other other things, content we can add to the YouTube page as well. All right, we talked about Georgia. There's one big play. I want to see what Stevie Lee had to think about this. This was in their CFP uh, semifinal against Ohio State. Targeting or not? Well, when you slow it down, <laughs> when you slow it down, I guess the kid turned his shoulder. Right. In the last split second. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, it's, that's hard. I know they did not call it targeting. They looked at it, slowed it down, and he turned his shoulder. So it wasn't to the head, but – is it a defenseless player at that point? You know? You can't – it's football. And this is just me. It's football. There, That's contact. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, that's why I'm glad I don't have a boy to actually try to <laughs> see if he wants to play this game or not. Man, it's a tough game. Well, there's a good reason to have those types of doubts, and we're going to talk about that specific one. Yeah. Really. Very disturbing what happened uh, last night. Um, yeah. So the Alamo Bowl experience in, in in San Antonio. You you stayed here in Austin, right? Yes, I did. So, it, you know, the the outcome wasn't what everybody wanted. But I gotta share with you, I it, my ours turned out to be a really fun experience, and oh, cool. so I made a mistake, Stevie. What'd you do? Well, the picture on the right, I hadn't had one of those hurricanes since 2018 in New Orleans, and I vowed to never do it again. Well, I did it again. Oh, my goodness. For 30 hours. <laughs> I was not Sean Clinch. I was I was uh, out of commission. There you go. Hey, that's, that's always a good time, man. You know, I love Pat O'Brien's. I do, too. But that, that hurricane, I don't know what it is with my stomach. I um I I drink it I, if I would have one I drink it and then I get this intense pain in my stomach from all the simple sugars from the rum yep. the simple sugars from the rum and all the whatever juice that they put in it is nothing but sugar intense pain to where I can start sweating oh my god and then all of a sudden it'll go away what and then I can drink them the rest of the night with no problem so can you are you able to like eat something, keep you know what? I mean, what is it that makes you get out of that funk? Nothing. It just it, you have to wait it out. Now, well, yeah. I, I haven't had a hurricane since Texas played in the Sugar Bowl, in New Orleans. That, so, that was the last time I had one. Well, I had four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a hurricane whenever I go to New Orleans. It's customary, right? You got to do it. Right, so hurricane in the French Quarter, you know, is something you have to do. Just like Cafe du Mont. So I Good did day. that, and I, I looked at my wife. I was like, "Let's just go back to the room for like five, ten minutes, 
And as we were walking back to the room, the pain stopped and I was hanging out the rest of the night and I was good. That's real. That's real nice yeah. to hear that. Yeah. I, I wish I had your stamina with alcohol. Oh, it was sweet. <laughs> sweet. That's yeah. it. <clears throat> it's very, very sweet, but it's very, very good. Very good. Yeah. You and I, we'll get summer. He's as you can tell, Tess from Tuesdays with Tess right there. We went down and uh, mm -hmm. that group right there. I want you to meet all of them. That's, that's awesome. That's a fun, fun group. They're, they're bad influences, all of them. Uh, every single one in this photo, bad influences <laughs> with the, the random colored drinks, drink after drink, all right there. Yeah. Before we made their way. And I'm like, man, what are you guys ordering? They didn't say it, but I knew they were thinking it. Shut up and drink it. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. fun, man. Fun group, man. Is a good time. I'm glad y'all went there. It was a good time. Texas, uh, as far as the football, thought Texas had a great chance. They, they, you know, they were down some folks, but you know, I, I, I for those who criticize Quinn, uh, I think he took a step forward, and I think uh, Steve Sarkeesian, um, I think he agrees. I think we're seeing a lot of growth in Quinn, and I, I was saying it all month long of of just kind of his growth from where he was at and his ability to. Um, mentally persevere through some tough times, and that, that's part of it. And to, to watch him rebound to play the way that he played tonight. But I think ultimately passing game is about continuity. Um, it's about confidence. It's about throwing, catching. It's about anticipation of, of him throwing the ball where receivers are going to be and receivers anticipate where balls will be thrown. So mm -hmm. 27 to 20, final score. Washington was much better than I anticipated. I knew they were good. That quarterback panics, legit. Yeah. Um, those receipt. I thought the Texas defense did a pretty good job against those three one thousand yard receivers. Stevie, from your take, I know you play D line, but you're on defense, and all people on defense, regardless if you're on the line, linebacker, secondary, you all have to be in sync. Right? Did you see that happen on that defense against Washington? Um, kind of, we, we were kind of there. Uh, I think that, um, we got to get smarter. I think that they put in some new packages and new blitzes and, and some people got confused. All right. So, um, you know, we, we still played hard. Yeah. You know, I can tell that they're playing hard. I didn't see any tired bodies out there, but I just think that, um, I think we implemented too much during the um, the, the break. You know, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, I know a lot of fans were very critical of of Xavier Worthy. Okay, the mm -hmm. drop balls. They didn't. You know, people aren't going to remember the ones you caught. They're going to remember the big drops. I don't know how many he had, but maybe four, three or four, mm -hmm. um, and. Some say two of which would have been touchdowns. Um, this is what Quinn had to say about Xavier and those missed balls. And I get it. As a fan, it, it was frustrating to watch. But it, I didn't lose any confidence in him, and I know he didn't lose any confidence in himself. I mean, stuff like that, it, it happens every now and then. Um, but, you know, it sucks to to see it happen to, um, you know, in, in crucial situations like, like it was. Um, but then again, I mean – we didn't lose, lose any confidence, and we have a lot to build on, and I'm excited for the future. So tell me, 
what you think, first off, Quinn's development and as far as did you see development in Quinn and what is your take on X-Man? I mean, because there's obviously the there's somebody who actually posted a report on a Facebook group that I'm not a part of saying that he's Xavier's already checked out going to USC. And I'm like, where did you get that information? That's not true. Mm-hmm. Will it happen? I don't know. It may. But what are you hearing on that? What are your thoughts on what you saw moving forward with Xavier and Quinn? I heard rumblings of of him trying to transfer, maybe transferring, but uh, that was just pure rumors. Yeah. Pure rumors. Yeah. Um, I think, um, you know, he came out with a different number, which makes me think he's all in at Texas, yeah. you know. So, I don't know. I think that Xavier will see what happens, but I think he's here. He's he's here right now. Yeah. Let's not speculate on where he's going because he's here right now. All right. Um, the other thing, Quinn. I guess I guess he is developing a little bit, but not as fast as I want it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. just me. I'm selfish. All right. I want I want them I want him to be what good right away, you know, but you know, there's there's always development in anybody in any position. Correct. So uh, but he's getting there. Um but this is why we pay Sharp five, six million dollars a year. Get him there. You know what I mean? So it's just um it's it's Quinn has to get there, but Shark and his staff need to get him there. I, I could <clears throat> could not agree more. This is Sean um, Clinton, his pecans over there, man. Pecans. Pecans. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna commemorate and shout out to uh, Stevie Lee's home state. <laughs> Louisiana, they say pecans. Pecans. Man, I, I saw so this is why we, before we started recording this episode, I see Stevie with a snack. Yeah. And I'm thinking, my God, man, am I that impulsive? <laughs> I said, I got to get me a snack so I <clears throat> grab some pecans. Um, so eight and five on the year is a marked improvement. I think they've got that heralded recruiting class from this past year is going to be older. Another great one coming in. Yep. And I'm going to say, have you heard anything regarding – transfer portal additions or anybody or transfers? No, I haven't. I haven't heard anything of of any more of what's already come out. So, you know, we got our core still with us and a bunch of kids coming with us later. So I think we got something to uh, build on. But this is why we pay our staff. Build on it. It's on them to build on it. That's what has to happen. Development. Development. Absolutely. Um, is it too early to place any expectations out there on your behalf <laughs> next year? Placing the expectations out there, it is. Let's let's see what spring ball has in store. I think they got to win at least nine games. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, win at least nine but also still show improvement, right? Right. We can't win at least nine, but it also look like that we've peaked, you know? (laughs) 
if that makes sense. Does, does that make it sense? Does. No, it does. <laughs> I got to play for a championship. If we win, if we win nine, we can't look like this. That's the pinnacle that we peaked, and you know. But next year is going to be a rebuilding year. No, you can't can't win nine and then go to a rebuilding year. That can't happen. Right, you got to win happen. nine and be on this upward trajectory. You know, that's so. I think that's fair. Yeah, and uh, there's other people saying they got to win a championship. You put your seven nine wins, you're going to be in position in November to play for or in or first week of December playing for a championship more than likely. Right. Uh, so another topic. <clears throat> okay, I'm just going to show the video. Most everybody's seen it. Uh, our, our our friend uh, Anwar Richardson from Orange Bloods uh, captured it, posted it. It's right before the team uh, entered the field. And, you know, they, the hands from whomever – I've seen this for years in the tunnels, especially at the Cotton Bowl Tunnel. They don't – they're holding back co coaches and players. You can't go out to a specific time right before the game. You know, the everything's on a broadcast clock. And you got to let the other team do their thing. Or if you're the first, it's got to happen at a certain minute. So, a lot of – Sark has received some unjust criticism – and your opinion may differ than mine, but we'll show the video. Everyone's seen it, I would imagine, on social media because there's been some opinions out there. And everyone's mm -hmm. entitled to one. But right. I thought this was a little too extreme because Sports Illustrated said Sark needs to be fired for this. And I just laughed. I'm just thinking, you know what, this clickbait mess. But this is what it's all about right here. <laughs> I don't have a – listen, it, it's the words. It's the what people saw, okay? I know Mac Brown would not have done anything like that. I get it. Mm -hmm. But when you're right there, regardless if you're just a coach, you're charged, you're ready to go. If someone continues to push on you and you're not going forward, I know that young man or individual had a job to do. That needs not to happen. You should be instructed in your job not to put your hands on anybody. All you got to do is say, wait for my cue. Mm -hmm. And if someone just goes forward, what's that going to hurt? Yeah. And yeah, I, I, uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. There's no reason for a man to put his hand, their hands on another man's chest. Right. Just, to, I mean, I, yeah, you're, you're right. That part. But on the other hand, a little bit of composure. You know, I feel like that there was something else there. Like he, this person has done it before or something like that. And um, but, you know, it's I don't know the full story or, or maybe I do. Maybe I do know the full story. He just went off on him. You know, I, I have a feeling. And this is not Anwar's fault because when you see something, let's say I see you getting ready to come out, I want I'll start recording. We don't know if there was a few seconds or a certain amount of time before that there was some verbiage going on. Yeah. Or the guy was asked not to touch him. Yeah. He was asked the guy not to touch him. The fact that we're talking about this is amusing. Uh, <laughs> but. I get it, but if if the guy was told by Sark, 
to stop touching me. And he continues. That's a different story. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so we don't know everything, I guess. No. So. And I'm just assuming that was the case, but that may not be. So we have a couple of locals. Uh, you're 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 quite uh, knowledgeable of. We both are. Who finished really good years, um, and, and and they play for Texas Tech and K State. Taj Brooks, he uh, finished the year, and he's got, I think, one or two more seasons. Uh, they had a really stout backfield as well, but he, how about that? Texas Bowl champion for Texas Tech and Joy McGuire's first year, and they ended the season on a four-game win streak. But Taj Brooks, big bruising back mm-hmm. um, out of Maynard, 691 yards rushing, a lot of touchdowns. And then Deuce Vaughn, whom the entire country knows about, you see that run against Alabama in the Sugar Bowl at the beginning yeah, of the year? Yeah. Now he's um, and that was his longest run of his career. Was it really? Yeah, that I was didn't the know longest that. run of his career. And that was that was awesome, man. The kid, he's a good kid, you know. Yes. He's um, so I'm happy for him to um, and and going on to the next level. Just you know, hopefully someone rolled a dice on his size, you know. Yeah, um, they did for Darren Sproles. So they this sure kid did. is just as electric as as electric as Darren Sproles. And I, I played against Darren Sproles, and that kid, he was um, he was he was electric. He every time he touched the ball, you had to watch out. Had vision. They, yeah. they both have great vision. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Absolutely, uh, yeah. and low center of gravity. Woo, Lord, and that's that's kind of like the old Emmett Smith, you know? Well, yeah, what he did. He rarely got touched. Right. <laughs> so from Stevie and I and stories inside the man cave, man, a big hats off. Shout out to both. Well, two deuce. Great college career. Just like he had at Cedar Ridge. Good young man. Great family. And just does it right. True leader into Taj, man, on a great season. I have a feeling uh, he's going to shoot for a thousand next year. Um, but for what Taj and Texas Tech did, they finished the same record as Texas. Eight and five. Mm-hmm. And to finish the season winning four straight games, man, that's really impressive for Joey McGuire's first season. Um, so Alabama, after you saw what they did to Kansas State, were you thinking they were a CFP type team after that? No, not at all. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, they're playing. Yeah, I, I agree. After seeing the other four teams, including TCU. Well, the Crimson Tide, you know, that, that day when CFP was going to announce their four-team field, they were did a humorous video with the auto-tune voice. Well, they were like, please let us in. Well, after hammering Kansas State, those Bama boys were up to it again. You should let us in! You should let us in! Because we got a point to prove! We got a point to prove! <laughs> Well, nah, the, <laughs> we got the four that we needed in there. Yeah, they got it right. Yeah, they got it right. They got it, they got it right this year. Now we'll yeah. see. They got it right this year. They did. We'll see how the game works out on what is it? It's Monday. Yeah, we'll see how it works out on Monday. But we got it right. Yeah, right. Alabama, you're the fifth best team in the country, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, build on that. Build 
on that. Yeah, that's that's hey, that's not bad. Not bad at all. You can't yeah. win them all, Crimson Tide fans. You're spoiled. Right. I, there, I know of another group of fans who are kind of similar, but don't have that many championships. Yeah, that's exactly. We all know. Stevie Lee's favorite segment unofficially. I just proclaimed that for him. That's really not his favorite segment, but uh, we got to give a shout out to our guy, uh, manscaped.com. And, uh, you know, uh, we try to promote it in San Antonio. Found out there were some manscaped.com users, not not by inspecting, but just uh, in conversations. Uh, <laughs> hey, you, you've got to get their lawnmower four point. <laughs> Sure, you didn't inspect it. <laughs> no, no, not by inspection. <laughs> no, I, that was Tess's job. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, hey man, that three is doing me well though. So, oh my god, hey, I love you really well. You ever, you ever use it in the shower? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, That's where I use it. Yeah, waterproof. Well, it is waterproof. Yeah, man, it is. It works wonders. Uh, you would yeah. think you couldn't use a tool like that in the uh, shower. Yeah, get shocked. Not the case. Not the it case. Works well, <laughs> follow Stevie's lead. Get the man cave, or excuse me, lawnmower 4.0. Lawnmower that promo 4.0, code. Uh, the manscape 3.0. I got a 3.0. Oh, a 3.0. You need a 4.0. I need a 4.0. Let's go talk to my boys over at uh, Manscape. Sam. At manscaped.com, hook a brother up. This is this is my uh, brother from another. Yeah, Stevie man. Lee. He, <laughs> he needs it so when he shows homes and makes uh, deals, he needs to feel 4.0 refreshed. Refreshed. Yeah. A little lighter. A little lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Mancave 20, all one word, 20% off your order there. Great products. They're really good for these two, these unsightly – Nose hairs? Uh, yeah, it's awful. Oh man, I haven't thought about that. There's another tool. Another tool you got for the nose hair clipper. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's and it's very quiet. You can travel with it easy. Good. Charges really quick. And it, it works. You can I love it when you, you feel it. You hear this man, it's clipping it at the root. It's not just clipping, <laughs> it's not the tip. I just <laughs> oh well, you own one today, man. <laughs> I know it, man. You bring out the best in me. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna pay tribute to a great one, and we're gonna talk about a really horrific sight that the entire country saw. Yeah, uh, last night, and that is coming up on the other side of this break. I'm Stevie Lee, former defensive tackle for the University of Texas. And I'm Clyde Hargrove. I'm a roofer. Also saw action in 52 games. And I fixed a lot of roofs. Also won a Rose Bowl and never lost to AM. And I uh, fixed a lot of roofs, right, Stevie? Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. I zoned out a little bit. So are you going to say that thing about Hargrove Roofing? Hargrove Roofing. Know who's on your roof. Is this even going to work as a commercial?
Stevie Lee, we, uh, it's inevitable. Legends don't live forever, but they don't die either. Um, the great one, who was one of my idols since I was a young boy. I started going to Texas baseball games at a young age here in Austin, Texas, growing up before I left forever. Um, coach Cliff Gustafson was once the winningest coach in college baseball history. And then they hire Augie Garrido, and he became the winningest coach in college baseball history. And he's been yeah. surpassed since then. But Coach Gus, Steve, I don't know how much you know about him. Um, I know when you were playing, you probably heard of him. He had retired. Yeah, I heard of him when I was playing. It was um, Augie Garrido right. that was the uh, head coach. So I didn't know much about him. And, you know, me growing up in Louisiana, I learned all the uh, Texas history when I got here. So. Right. I uh, didn't know uh, Gus never met him, but, um, you know, he left uh, uh, a legacy here at the University of Texas. So he sure did. You know, rest in peace to him. But you're right. You know, legends physically will die, but not not, um, you know, in our hearts and in our minds and, 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 and in the history books here at the University of Texas. We, we always have a way of keeping our legends alive here at the university. Yeah, we do. Uh, UT does a great job and has quite a few of individuals like him. Um, the thing about Coach Gus, uh, product of South San Antonio High School, played there, coached for them, led them to state championships, mm -hmm. came to UT, played at Texas, and became uh, became a head coach uh, a little later and really took them to Omaha where the College World Series is 17 times. Mm. 17 times, two national championships, 22 conference championships. Um, and he's the one that really built Dishfalk Field. Uh, yeah. And it was the crown jewel. But the greatest thing is all those All-Americans, all his players, every one of them will tell you a Cliff Gustafson story. But the funniest one is he was a man of habit. He'd run a couple miles a day. But he would always keep a jar of peanut butter a loaf of bread, lays, a box of Lay's potato chips, and a big old can of powdered iced tea. It, and he would eat peanut butter and honey sandwich every day, bag of Lay's potato chips, and powdered tea with some saccharin to squeeze in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. I haven't had a peanut butter and honey sandwich, man. We had to do it. I had one in his honor yesterday. Did you really? That's just good a, stuff. Just one side, just one little piece of bread, not the whole. That's too many carbs. Too many carbs. After what I did in San Antonio. That's that that sounds like it just sticks to the roof of your mouth. It did. It it'd be hard. I probably coughing more than when I was eating these pecans. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he left quite a legacy, like you said, in yeah. episode two eighteen. Um, it's on our YouTube page, Facebook page, and it is with three of his greats. Calvin Schiraldi, who, who pitched for the Boston Red Sox with Roger Clemens um, on that great team that should have won the World Series. Mm -hmm. Had a long career. Then Ty Harrington, who is the winningest baseball coach at Texas State University. And then mm -hmm. Greg Swindell, um, another Longhorn legend. Uh, yeah, so you can go watch that, and they'll they'll tell all their Coach Gus stories right there. That's and Stevie funny. Lee's a legend in my mind. Um, <laughs> what we saw last night, Stevie, I didn't know about it until I kept getting uh, 
some messages and honestly when Jamar Hamlin went down very freak deal um he's he's with us and last check he's only on 50% oxygen he needed 100% now he's down to only needing 100% on the ventilator i mean 50%, 50%. on the ventilator oh, um, i haven't heard that that's good that's good stuff man uh it was scary last night man i was um i tuned into the game and right when i tuned in is when the uh, ambulance was coming out and um I was like, man, what happened? And my dad called me. Yeah. He was watching it. And uh he said that, you know, he it wasn't a bad hit or anything. He no. just and he stood up and then he just flopped back down to the ground. Yeah. So um that's scary, man. I think that the, the league did the right thing. Just called the game, man. No one yeah. wants to go back out and play, man. And yeah. and uh this is a a reminder, this is a violent sport. And people are always like, um, you know football football is a contact sport and um when i say no nah, basketball and other things like that a contact sport this is a collision sport correct right you're going to collide with somebody just as big as you are you know you know um so it's um it's it's a it's a reminder of it could be violent out there and you have to you have to protect yourself and also try to protect the your co- opponent too you know so that's why they're they're cracking down on the no crown of the helmet and um and things like that rules just to try to protect each other but you can do all that stuff man and things like this could still happen because that was a legal hit yep that he made um it was just a freak accident I, yeah. I, and and everyone talks about head injuries and things like that I'm not sure if this was a head injury you know no it was not yeah it so, was not um what it was, and you, you alluded to it, 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 it's without going too deeply into the medical terminology, we could go that route, but I, I think it just wouldn't make as much sense. Essentially, it is the chances of what happened to him, it's probably 1% or less. Yeah. Um, he hit a guy or, Right in his chest. Yeah. It took the hit. But it hit, he hit him right here at the exact moment his heart was at a specific beat rhythm. It essentially knocked his heart at a rhythm Mm -hmm. at a specific moment. Yeah. Like, you know, if you look at a heart, if you hit it at a certain moment, this can happen. Yeah. But you're, the chances of us hearing about this happening in our lifetime, it, 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 anything from anything like a, in, in general life, it, it, we probably won't. Right. But this was scary, man. Uh, uh, all the reaction on Twitter was probably the best I've seen except Skip Bayless, but we're going to avoid that. That was the most idiotic tweet I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it was great to see Twitter rallying around a life. Yeah. A young man who has a mm-hmm. tremendous story and a bright future, beautiful yeah. family who's worked hard. Um, but it sounds like he right now he's still in critical condition in Cincinnati. Right. Yeah. But you know what? This proves that how great the sports fraternity is. Yeah. He put aside sports and 
lives the are cool, much better. The other cool thing is, um, you know, he had already had um, a GoFundMe charity up for for kid for you know toys for kids, and it had ten grand in it. And then this happened as of Tuesday night is over five million dollars in that. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, before you got hit, it was ten grand in there. He was gonna buy use to buy uh, toys for kids, uh, uh, unfortunate. Um, impoverished kids or you know kids that need it right and that that he was just doing that out of the kindness of his heart he can go and collect a check and just go home you know but he had a charity that can help that to help do that and it was raising money for it there is now over five million dollars in that account i'm blown away yeah yeah so uh humanity <laughs> somewhat restored in this country right now because we're so divided right now you know but yes, um, uh, this right here, it, it united everyone, even the opponent's uh, team and every, everyone. No one was upset leaving the stadium because no one wanted to watch football anymore. No, no one was upset that, that game did not resume because no one wanted to watch football anymore that night. No one. No one was like, golly, put them in the ambulance and, and then take them off the field so we can get to play it. No one wanted to. Yeah. And that was united by everyone so um that that was that that's good and i really wish that this country can uh, actually get back on the same page and not be so divided right now so um you, you make up you not make up you bring up some really valid points that yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and say this stevie our government and just people in general we can learn a lot through sports yeah absolutely and fandom you know yeah it's um, well, fandom. That that's a problem in our in our government. Being a fan of someone, that's the problem. Having a having being a a, a Biden fan or a Trump fan or a Republican fan or a, great point. We got to get out of that and, and stop playing ideology politics. But that's that's for another podcast. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I think that um, you know uniting uh, as a as a sports fan, no one cared who you rooted for it that that last night or on Monday night. Everyone rooted for DeMar Hamlin, and that's what we needed. And so, you know, we'll have our elections and things like that in, in, in the country, but right after the elections, we have to root for the country and yeah. our country. Yeah, and, 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 and everyone who has – Again, it's for another podcast. Yeah, but this I think this at the what Demar experienced and what when when Demar regains consciousness, mm -hmm. I can't wait for him to see that that GoFundMe total. I can't yeah. wait for him to see how he alone has unified us to yeah. a level that people need to remember. This gives everyone hope. Yeah. Um, hope in humanity. Yes. Yeah. Hope in yes. humanity. So it's um it's unfortunate that this kid is going through this right now. And then you know, we really pray that you know everything's okay with him and his family. And and uh I would love to love to see him back on the field. You know, I know we're just we're just we just want this guy to be good and okay and give us the I've been I've been going back and forth to Sports Center and CNN. Yeah. 
just hoping to hear him say stable condition, you know? Yeah. I want him to get out of critical. I want him to be stable condition and then go on to be cured, 100% cleared, and back on the field, you know? I think if, if you, that. If and, you, you know, I'll, I'll say this. I'm going to go a step further. A lot of sports nuts were not going to like this. <clears throat> you and I love the game of football. We have a mm-hmm. passion for it beyond normalcy. Mm-hmm. That's but right. But right here, because we are evolving, we, you and I, care about the health of this game. This great game. Yeah. You need you. First of all, I'll say that you need to love this game, and love everything about it, and know what could possibly happen to play it. Um, because if you love it, it's your decision. Mm-hmm. But now I understand why certain parents now who played football at the highest level are like, they either say, I'm so glad my son doesn't play football, or I hope he doesn't, if he doesn't choose it, I'll I'll stand by him 100%. Right. And I understand that. Yeah. Well, I tell people all the time that being the girl dad that I am, I'm so glad that I don't even have to make that decision. Help (laughs) you know, help my kid make that decision or cause um, you know, football got me where I am right now. I had to, I had, had to play football to get me through college and things like that. But um, I don't have to make that decision for my kids to let them play or not. It's a great sport. I got yeah. everything I got through, through football and I love it, but there's some sacrifices that you make yeah. and some risks that you take. And, and those are real, real risks. And we saw that on Monday night. Prayers up for DeMar and as Stevie said, for his entire family and, and, and yeah. Buffalo and Cincinnati. Uh, that's traumatic that you don't yeah. forget about that. You don't No. Um, it's, it's bad. And, and I think they're going to try to resume the game on Saturday. I believe if, if I saw that correctly. I didn't hear uh, that one. I, I think that's what I saw. Uh, I'm just, I was just more concerned about, his, like you, updates on his health. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge weekend for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, this is this is weird, Stevie. They could finish anywhere from the number one seed in the NFC or mm-hmm. the fifth seed, which right now they're the fifth seed because it's the four division winners – than the three wild cards, so to speak. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Tampa Bay, who's they're not very good, but they have Tom Brady. Um, yeah. Right now, if, if the playoffs were to start today, the Cowboys would play at Tampa with a much better record, but you get to host the first round, or if you don't have a one of the two buys, um, you get to host if you're a division winner. So look at these scenarios. For Dallas to be the number one seed and have home field throughout, they got to beat Washington. Hope Philly loses to the Giants and the 49ers lose to the Cardinals. Now keep in mind, Philly now has – It went on a two-game losing streak. They have incentive to win. But the Giants are probably in the playoffs as a wild card regardless. So why play your starters if you already have a spot? locked up they do have a spot so philly is going to be playing against some new york giant backups 
And do the 49ers sit some of their folks? And I don't know. But that's what has to happen. For the number two seed, they got to win. Either way, they got to win. And Philly lose to uh, the Giants and the 49ers uh, defeat the Cardinals. They'll be the number two seed. And if right now, they'll be the five seed if uh, Philly defeats the Giants or Philly loses and Dallas loses. Pretty soon. So I, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know I don't what's going on. I don't think that they want Tom Brady at home either. It's a great point. Yeah, Tom's That's Tom. They, they're not. They don't have a very good team, but Tom and Evans can hook up a few times. He did a lot this past week. Yeah, they can hook up a few times and and make a whole lot of difference in the game. Evans, that. That was ridiculous what he what he uh, produced this past Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> that was insane. Not yeah. bad for an Aggie. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and what's what's your stat with the Aggies? I'm well, technically I'm five and oh against the Aggies. Yeah. But four and oh. The, you never the lost year. to them. Never lost today. Yep. That's pretty impressive. Uh, we'll get that rivalry back soon. Hey, TikTok, a place where you find a lot of comedy, interesting things, and you can learn a few things through TikTok, but you can also have capture people talking about the anatomy in the most strangest of ways. Okay. It's amusing. But, yeah, here we go. Oh, got your butthole. How do you even grab a butthole? I don't know, but I got yours. <laughs> well, hey, if you're grabbing somebody's butthole, it's some it's a problem somewhere. <laughs> problem somewhere. <laughs> oh goodness. We gotta play it again. <laughs> oh, got your butthole. How do you even grab a butthole? I don't know, but I got yours. I don't know, man. TikTok, TikTok can get weird sometimes. Get weird, and people, and, and it's monetized. People like that probably get paid to be creators. Oh, absolutely, they do. Hey, Ben, tell me something good. Oh, we got you covered. It's usually Stevie Lee, man. That guy is the uh, the the mayor of positivity. If there was a city named Positivity, I, I would vote for you. Because You're a positive, positive guy. guy. I'm a positive guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something good, Stevie Lee. Something good is we just we got something to build on, right? At the University of Texas, we're gonna we're gonna go into this off season building on uh, something here and continue to build. I have a feeling that we're gonna get better. Yeah, we're gonna be better next year. So that's something really, really good. The other thing is, is man, we're in 2023 now, guys. We made it. Made it through 2022. We're in 2023, and we're going to make it a great year. Right? We we were blessed to see another year. So we're going to live well, prosper, and uh, and love each other. This is, is going to be a good year, 23. I agree with you. The Jordan year. Yeah, man. The Jordan, Jordan year. MJ. 
Um, I agree with you. It's going to be a better year for Texas fans watching, or it really um, any team that played in a bowl game. Um, don't use that bowl game, what you saw, as an indication of what will happen next year. Yeah. Does yeah. it help to win? Of course. There's momentum. But look more if you really want to watch a replay, let's say for Texas' sake, the Alamo Bowl. Watch execution and who played in certain situations. Because mm-hmm. it is the time to gain depth and to – you want to win the game, but you're also trying to experiment and – in certain areas and situations. I'm with Stevie. Texas will be better next year. What does that look like record-wise? I have no idea, but they will be better next year. Yeah. Um, And I'll say this. I saw this in San Antonio. This is something good. This has nothing to do with football. I saw a lot of people who were glad to not only because it's holiday season, but – just a lot of love, man. There's a lot of people, and it wasn't because it was uh, out and about. It was just like I think a lot of people were tied to what you said. They are ready for a new beginning because, in a way, this year was not tough like COVID. There were some challenges. Yeah. And every year has challenges. But, man, yeah, when you sprinkle in more love and you start really giving what is given to you, and I'm starting to learn that. And don't make New Year's resolutions. Make intentions. Yeah. You intend your intentions and do it with an intention, a conviction, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Be intentional. Intentional and in the moment. Hey, be where your feet are. <laughs> ah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> be where your feet are. That's what Xavier is doing. He's, he's where his feet are. That's, yep. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. My brother, the first episode of 2023, it's only going to get better. We do have some changes coming up um, because football season is now officially, college is over. Um, Stevie and I are going to go to twice a month episodes. Yeah. And it sounds like Hargrove Roofing is going to continue. Um, We just got to figure out how they want want that to look. Yeah. And we're going to make them look good because they have a great product and great people. Absolutely. My God. Hey, Stevie Lee, the pride of Shreveport, Louisiana, also the home of Hargrove Roofing. I love you, bro. Much love to your family. And happy you New too, Year man. to you. Absolutely. You too. Man. And for the Stevie Lee family, the Hargrove family, and the OG Man Cave brothers. brothers. Yeah, we're brothers. That being Big Mike, Coach Mo, and Hardball Harge. Take it away, Stevie Lee. What do we say? We out. Ha, ha, ha.